hey, hey, welcome back <laughs> to Drinking During Business Hours. What's so funny? Uh, it's just the hey, hey, hey. Well, it's I my thing. I do it. it. I do the hey, hey, I hey. Know. Does that mean I can never I start did, the I show? Did, I got, never. This is my, no, okay. Well, this that's a good segue. <laughs> I would have to start La- by going of changes, hey, hey, hey. Lots of changes in 2023 for us. One of them being, I have a new co-host. Yes, you do. Rich Chesler. It's just, you know, it's working out. I, it, you, it is. You make this easier. Because I carry everything. You, you do. You carry the tripods <laughs> and the wine, and but you always remember the wine. That's I will. always I'll never the wine my, is. I'm I, never I, I, forgetting I, the absolutely. Wine. So speaking of wine, what are we drinking? Oh, tonight. Tonight we're going to another country. Tonight okay. we're off the map. We're drinking uh, a grape from Greece called Asiertko. And it's made by a producer uh, named Mylonis. Mm. And I've had several of their wines before. And this wine I discovered at K&L Wines in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. shout out to K&L. Yeah, I like them. They're I, cool. I they're, do too. they're nice. They're very nice. And uh, But this grape, Asiertko, is a really crisp, white, minerally Greek wine. And uh, a lot of people hear Greek wines and they think crap wine but Greece has yeah they're not really known for their wines well they have really come a long way and you know you've been to Greece you yeah, were on Santorini which is famous for their white wines one of my, my favorite vacations yeah absolutely and so tonight we're drinking a Greek white cool and uh, by Mylonis so All you know, right. shout well, out to Mylonis Winery well, in Greece you made this selection and I'm really enjoying it yeah. and I'm going to uh, drink the whole bottle I hope so um, <laughs> uh, so so Yes, 2023, and we're behind. We missed an episode last month. Um, we had a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. I'm the ha- holidays. Yes, we both contracted COVID. We both contracted COVID. Yes, yes. It made it a little easier that we both had it together because, at the same time. So a lot. So we moved in together. Yes, we did. And that was a lot. Right. Um, Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a lot, you know, because you had lived in your place for 17 years. By myself. You had a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff. And you already had a two bedroom and we moved into a two bedroom. So you're trying to like squeeze your two bedroom into what I had. So technically we were squeezing three bedrooms into one bedroom. Into two two bedrooms. Yeah. Because I, I had been living in a one bedroom. Correct. I don't have as much stuff. That's just the the difference in our uh, the, how we. Live. I'm a stuff guy. You're a stuff guy. I collect stuff. I like books and records and music and collectibles yeah. and yeah. you know things that I pick up in my travels. Sure, and, you know, and and I like I that. that. I like that about you. And I uh, I like books. Yes, you do. And and I like music. I just but I I am a minimalist. I would say like I don't have doodads. I have you a know, few doodads. You, you have doodads. I have some doodads. Yeah. But anyway, we worked it out. But I think it, doodads tell a story about your life. I think a lot of the things that you acquire as you're moving forward in life tell part of your story. They do. You know? I still don't like it. I mean, for me. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, you, maybe you just but don't want people... But that's just the difference to, uh, knowing where, I, where I've been. Maybe people, where, you don't uh, want people to know your story. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. You know, it's just when... Because I had moved so often, and, and especially... In the, when I moved in the RV, right. I didn't have a lot of room, right? you know, and it wasn't just like fitting everything into the RV, but I had to pick up my car that had been shipped. Right. So when I arrived, I had to like transfer everything from the RV to like my little car and, you know, then I had to find a place to live. So I, I just didn't have time. You, you, you learn what you really need. See, I would have packed that RV up like a moving van. Uh, that yeah. would have been all but, boxes but, but and wine. But then what do you do? And... So then you would have found storage. 
And and before you got your little car, if I had the... to find storage for a month or two before I got a place, yeah. But th- you know, that's my life. Those, those are my journeys, my travels, my you know. Well, you know, one of the things that I've learned about you, and one of the things I really adore and love about you is, uh, you are very rational and you think things through very thoroughly (laughs) and it helps me a lot because I am kind of like one of those impromptu I make choices very rapidly swiftly and I I, I do a lot of impulse you know uh, living quite frankly so if you were with me during that move from Miami to LA, I I'm I absolutely know I would have done things differently. Well, yeah. First of all, you would have taken all that champagne. That I can I, promise I left you. The champagne. All the champagne I you did. left in Florida would have been in that <laughs> RV. I promise you. I would have been so, like, I don't care. You don't need the racks. The bottles are coming with us. So do you like your new place? I do like my new place. It's it's uh it's bigger. Uh, it is, uh, it's got beautiful outdoor space there. Um, it's nice. It has a great kitchen. Yeah. You're in the kitchen a lot. I like the kitchen. That's my domain. You can clean out. The kitchen is mine. He's, he's really into the kitchen. I like our balcony. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, it was, you know, if, if you're going to have COVID, you know, we were very blessed to have COVID. Not a bad place. In our new place. Yeah. It's spacious. And you're really into the TV, another thing. I wasn't as into it before meeting you, but, you know, some of it, it's it's nice. Like, you know, we're both actors and it's right. good to research. But we kind of, you know, I don't know, did we really need to research Emily in Paris? I, I've never seen that show. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I've never seen a Darren Star show in my life. Emily and Papua. Oh might as well say we watch Sex in the City, which we do not. Okay, Rich Chesler got so into Emily in Paris, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. It's you like were a funny... so addicted. Well, I tell you what it is about it. I love France. Yeah. And it's they're all over France. They're in uh Central Pay and they're in Champagne. Yeah, it shot really and well. It's, it shot and it's just a light. And, it's just a lighthearted show and you can kind of forget about your life for a while while it, you're watching yeah. it and you know, we both had COVID and and then we had something else happen. Yeah. By the way, I just want to go back to Emily in Paris for one quick minute. The thing for me about that show is I find it funny. And yeah. the two characters uh, that are like the, you know, Lenny and Squiggy, Joey and Chandler, yeah. those two guys. Yeah. The, the, to me, that's the comic relief the, the in cast, the show. Yeah. So I really, the, that's, I find them funny. The Yeah, the, the cast is amazing. Right. And uh, I loved the outfits in particular. Wardrobe well, is definitely on point, and it influenced me actually to yes. buy some brighter clothes for my shows and because which is it just good. makes it makes everybody feel good, right? Yeah. Bright wanna, colors. You don't want to dress like Wednesday. And you know, and speaking of feel good, I also I don't want to forget because we're starting off the new year with a bang. Right. We have some changes coming. We're going to have a new podcast logo. That's right. Um, created by our graphic designer friend uh, Ahmad, uh, Ahmad Sharif. Sharif. Very very talented and. We have a new theme song. Yes, we do. And actually, the new theme song, and we didn't get to do a shout out because we we had a lot of things happening at the time, but uh, it actually was, um, the debut was last month, the Leo Lamb episode. Right. And that engaging, beautiful song is is Danny's Bar. It's a song uh, by Danny Henry. And performed by my very dear friend, Sid Straw. 
Oh, Sid's great. Sid is amazing. Sid's great. And she has, uh, she's, uh, you may know Sid from uh, Golden Palominos mm-hmm. earlier in her career. And since, she has just been this prolific rock singer, songwriter, just incredible, uh, just... Uh, uh, Letterman's a fan. Letterman loves her, right. and she's she's just an incredible force of nature and uh, just a gentle, gentle soul. And we just connected right away. I met her at a concert about five years ago, and I was so taken with her. And the very next day, I was parking my car, and uh, there was a woman parked in front of me leaning against her car with her dog eating an ice cream cone and looking up at the sky. And I said to myself, I think that's Sid Straw. And I saw her just the night before in concert, and she was incredible. And I was a little starstruck. I, I did not know Sid. Right. And I'm shy. You had never heard of the Golden Palominos, I'm guessing. I, I, admittedly, I have oh, not. Oh, okay. Well, fair I enough. I have not. Fair enough. But I was very, very taken with her performance. Right. She's just, oh, she's such a star on stage. She just commands it. And so I'm shy, but I thought to myself, I just feel like the universe is telling me to say hello and compliment her performance from the night before. Which we all love. Which it, it was, it's hard for me to get out of my shell and to approach people, you know. You can be you know? a little shy. I am shy. You can be a little shy. You so, wouldn't know it. No, I, I don't think shy. so. I fake it. So I, um, I approached her and I, I was a total dope. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, and um, last night, uh, you, you were good and great and good and great. And I you just were fangirling. Out. I, I was fangirling, and she looked at me with like th- these clear, beautiful eyes, and she said, would you like to grab a coffee? And there you and, have it. And that and was it. And then we, we, we went across the street to Aroma Coffee for a couple of hours, and then my nerves dissipated. She's just so cool. Right. And... Um, and so we stayed friends ever since, and we were talking on the phone uh, about a month ago, and she started singing into the phone. We were catching up. Right. And she said, I would like to sing your theme song for the podcast. Oh, fun. So she sent me this song, Danny's Bar. I played it for you. Yes. And you were really taking with it, and the ending especially, because it's like- Yeah, well, the ending of the song, they do a rendition of a song called- and we bid you good night, which is, it's like an old folk tune um, with a little bit of like religion in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing for me is, well, the Grateful Dead used to do and we bid yeah. you good night as they're like as an encore. They would do the show, then they'd come back and do an encore. Then they would do an acoustic version of And We Bid You Good Night. It's an acoustic, It's you sing it acoustically. So the minute I heard it, I went, oh, yeah, we're using that. Yeah, so it's personable to you. It's, it's personal. Personable. It's personal to me. Personal yep. and personable. And personable. And, and you know, being that it's Sid's song, so mm-hmm. or she performed it, rather. I and, can't wait uh, to have her on the show. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to have her on the show. She's, she's in New York in now, LA. but she's coming. But anyway, so check out our new theme song. It just means so much to both of us. And it's um, Danny's yeah, bar. I'm excited. Danny's bar, and um, we have uh, we we ended the year on a really high note by opening for your friend Nick Swartzen. Yeah, at the Hollywood Improv, full uh, room. It's always great when you uh, when you work with Nick. Now you know that I've spent Nick and I've been friends for over 20 years. The great mm-hmm, Nick Swartzen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Nick is. Uh, Nick's been in all of Adam Sandler's movies. 
Uh, he wrote Benchwarmers. He was on Re- in Reno 911. He played Terry, mm-hmm, the kid mm-hmm. on the roller skates in Reno 911. Um, Talk about prolific career. Grandma's Boy wow. is his movie. He yeah. wrote Grandma's Boy. And uh, Nick and I have been friends a very long time. We so were introduced. Funny. We were introduced by uh, my dear friend, uh, departed Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick and I worked a lot together. Do you mind telling that story about what? Mitch Hedberg and when you met Nick? <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, Mitch and I were in my apartment one night uh, when I was in West Hollywood, and one we decided we were going to walk over to the Improv. And this was probably around, I want to say, ninety nine or two thousand. Maybe 2000. And we walked down to the improv. And when we walked in, uh, Mitch says to me, Oh man, Chasler, there's my buddy Nick Swartzen. I'm like, Who? And he's like, You don't know Nick Swartzen? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we walked up to Nick, and uh, Nick's leaning against the wall with this like smug, really tight look on his face. And Mitch is like, hey, Nick, man, how's it going? I'm glad you are here in L.A. now. And Nick goes, how's it going, Mitch? (laughs) Who's that? (laughs) And Mitch goes, oh, man, this is Rich Chassel. You don't know Rich Chassel? Rich Chassel is the funniest guy on the planet. Rich Chassel, blah, blah, blah. Just like him. Man, I can't believe you do not know Rich (laughs) Chassel. And Nick looks at me as he's still leaning against the wall with that tight lip and just goes, how's it going? And yeah, that's how yeah, I met Nick. And, yeah. And uh, we've been friends. He's you know. still that way. That's he, what we ran into him at Barney's the other day. And that he, yeah. He's so funny. Rock he's star. Such still a great same guy. Same disposition. Such a great guy. And um, so I tour a lot with Nick yeah. as his opening act. And we always have a great time. Opening for Nick is always a good time. His crowds are always incredible. They were incredible that night. Yeah, and he was doing uh, three shows mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Improv to mm-hmm. sort of end this tour he's been on a for the last tour. two and a half months. And uh, Sarah and I got to open for Nick uh, earlier in December. Mm-hmm. And the place was jam-packed. It was. Standing room only. Yeah. And we had a great time. And we crushed. It was yeah, it felt really, really good. Yeah. It was a great way to end. And we didn't know that was going to be our last show. We had to cancel some shows because we correct because we, got, we COVID. got COVID probably from that night. No, I don't yeah. know. I don't. You always want to. You want to know like where'd you get it, right? Like you want to know who gave it. We to got you. it at the Grove. <laughs> I think we got we it at the Grove. While we were Christmas shopping, and we only, we got it probably I don't know either at Zara. Did or we really at need to go Republic. into Zara? That I, was that was your idea. Why would that be my idea? They don't even <laughs> sell men's clothes. And if they, they do. do and I'm wrong, well, then you know I've never they bought do. anything they at didn't. Zara. No, it was my stupid idea to go into Zara. And I, I can it even was, feel the mo- I was just like sardines. COVID's man, just, in the air. COVID's in the air. Yeah, it was um, It was busy and packed. So anyway, so we got Nobody masking. But now now we're healthy, and uh, we do have, uh, We how, how about we plug our upcoming shows quickly before we... Want to do that now or at the end? Yeah, well, no, let's let's do it now, because we're, you know, we're talking about, you know, right. calendar and, right, and new beginnings, that's... and I'm excited. I mean, we my, my calendar for the first quarter, our calendar for the first quarter is jam-packed, but let's keep it focused. We'll just do January. shows for January. Right. Yes. We're already booking shows into July. 
We are. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And we're in Canada in June, but and hey, yeah, we're Canada not plugging that June. yet. Yeah, we're Let's not just focus go that on January. Far. So January 8th, next Sunday, Bottle Shock, the first Bottle Shock comedy of the year. And that's the show that I produce at the Hollywood Improv's The Lab. And I have Craig Shoemaker headlining and uh, Dave Nihil and you. Mm-hmm. And uh, just an incredible lineup. And I'm really excited about that. And that's 7 p.m. And the ticket link is on my website. On uh, January 14th, we have... We we are at uh, JR's Comedy Club mm-hmm. in Santa Clarita, and that's Randy Lubis's room. Randy's also a very funny comedian, so yes. shout out to Randy Lubis for having us January 14th. Thank you, Randy. And JR's is always a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, it, this is the newer location. Um, and uh, I haven't done this particular loca- location yet, but I understand it's great. And I'm really looking forward to it. Randy always gets good crowds out, so that's going to be a good show. Cool. And then we have... January 23rd, Supernova. Supernova. That's Mark yeah. Ciratella's monster, star-studded, packed show yeah, every week. that's always a good time. Yeah, he gets the biggest names in stand-up comedy from Bill Burr to Nick to Sarah Silverman. Like, mm-hmm. everybody does Supernova. Yep. And we are very... Including us. Including us, because we are two we are big fucking stars. We are Yes. Yeah. And Pat, you know who's on that show that night is Patton Oswalt. Oh, oh, fun. Yeah, so fun. I get to see Patton. Huge I haven't fan. seen Patton for a while. Huge, so huge So I'm looking fan. forward to that. That'll be a good... And that's at the Bourbon Room. At the Bourbon Room. In Hollywood. And then February 1st... Is my show that I uh, produce and host, and that's called Big Apple Comedy. And that is at the world-famous Genghis Cone mm-hmm. on Fairfax here in uh, Los Angeles. And that's going to be a great show. And we have Wendy Liebman. Oh, phenomenal. On that show. Wendy is amazing. I mean, yeah. Very, very funny. Um, so that's a lot. And that's all a lot. Of, and the ticket links are in our websites. Um, I I performed, and, and you came with and made friends with everyone at the stand-up comedy club in... Uh, where were John we? John Guiley's room. Yeah, John Guiley's room in fabulous Bellflower. Bellflower. California. I could not believe how amazing that was. That's a great room. He's doing a really good job. He's doing everything right. He's been around comedy long enough and been in enough comedy clubs to know what is bad about comedy clubs and what is good about comedy clubs. Yeah. And he just took everything good and put it all into one room. And uh, full room. Yeah. Uh, they were electric. Yeah. Um, I had a great set. I felt really good about it. And then we made friends. You had a great and, set. And he booked you for future dates. So, yeah, yeah it, was, and, and it was a really good time. May, and we may be doing the uh, the Valentine's Day show there, February yeah. 14th. Well, we'll so stay tuned. Stay tuned for that also. Yeah, absolutely. So, so a lot, lot of stand-up coming yeah, up. Yeah, a lot of stand-up coming up. And, and we're recuperating. You know, uh, one of the reasons we're late getting this episode out is because we had a big loss. Uh, my beloved cat of 14 years, Benny, passed away on Christmas Eve of all days. Yeah. But no, I don't fault him for that. You no. Know? <laughs> when it's your time, it's your time. And there really should be nothing sad about a trans, you know, a, a, an animal, anyone you love making their transition. So I'm trying to look at it like that. Even a person, you know, I really truly believe. Whether or not the it's someone old and they're you know living with a disease or in pain or it's even somebody who's your contemporary and you know you go oh it was too early for them it was too soon for me I, I just have never been good with mourning 
Yeah. You know, because I feel for me that that's um, and I, I, I don't say this to belittle anybody, but for me, I always feel selfish coming from the woe is me. What am I yeah. going to do? Yeah. Place. You right. know, I prefer to consider my time with that person or that pet or whatever it is a blessing. And I prefer to celebrate that time mm-hmm. as opposed to mourn the loss of it, you know, yeah. so it's it's not being cold i just i prefer to turn the coin over and be able to smile and think with you know joy about you know the memories and the time i got to have in that specific situation than the loss i'm going to be living with well for someone who could flip the coin over you sure were a blubbering mess well he was a good boy and that's all there is to it and he sent me he sent me to the emergency room twice with cat bites when he was protecting you from me uh, but uh, then he came around boy. and became my best friend and he was no and I, and I, it made me feel really good that you had you know um you had uh had that moment and and crossed that that line finally of of Benny letting you in. Yeah, I did. never thought I would see the day you were the only man Benny loved. <laughs> I can, I mean, wow, he was really hard. He was uh, very critical. Yeah, super opinionated. He was very yes. He had his opinions. Super opinionated. Strong opinions. Oh, yes. Very very strong. Like to argue. Uh, he. In particular, he just was very judgmental with men. He mm-hmm. did not like men. And he had sent, you know, two exes. He made an ex cry. He, <laughs> he tackled another ex to the ground and won. I mean, he was really infamous. Yeah. He had quite the personality. Yes, he and did. he didn't want to just, you know, be friends with anyone. And that's what I love about cats. You know, Hemingway has this quote about cats having total, absolute honesty. Yeah, they emotional. Are. They're honesty, emotionally honest. Where humans do not, but cats do. And right. That just, I, and I, I'm not really a Hemingway fan, but I do like that quote. Right. And uh, so, yeah, he was he was our gift. He was my gift for 14 years. And mine for one. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm glad that I got to know him and I'm glad that he let me in and I'm glad I never forced myself on him. And that one night he just jumped up on the couch and came to me and, mm-hmm. you know, and he actually looks exactly like one of the cats and Hemingway's house in Key West. Okay. I have a picture of one of the Hemingway cats on the, one of the beds and I'm not kidding you. He looks just like Benny. And he was, uh, Benny was tabby. He was part tabby, part Bengal. So he was a big boy. Right. Bengals are like big boned. They're like little lions. And shout out to everyone at VCA, Dr. Top Miller, VCA in Santa Monica, on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Yep. She ended up being his primary vet toward the end. Mm-hmm. And shout out to everyone at Animal Access. They are amazing. In Culver City. Kind. No, no they are not. In, yeah, Culver, yeah, Culver City. City. Yes. And they're kind and they're gracious and they are sympathetic and they really they really give a shit. Yeah. And uh, it's important, you know, uh, the, we didn't want it to end that way. I, I had a lot. I, I had a year to prepare because he had congestive heart failure. Right. And they gave him three months over a year ago. And so I had a long time to prepare. And I had arranged for hospice, animal hospice to come to, you know, our home and do it, you know, very 
uh, stress-free right. so we wouldn't have to put them in the car. But yes. it didn't work out that way. Um, and uh, um, But Animal Access, they, they put you in a nice room, yes. very serene. Yep. And uh, they put them, you know, in my arms. And we got to hang out with them for got, as long yes, as we, we got, wanted. Yep, there was there was no rush. No. And they told us exactly how they were going to do it, and you know, the, the painless, and uh, it, and just really, um, it was very very humane. Mm-hmm. It like he it died was. with dignity. But what was really interesting, and you're a deadhead. I am a deadhead. <laughs> and I didn't understand the extent. And if, if you know, those of you listening, deadhead, you know, the Grateful Dead, I'm sure you know. Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia, I'm sure you know. <laughs> and so as, you know, I Benny is in my arms, and I'm looking down at him in the very, very last seconds of his life. You know, they injected, you know, the, the needle, and I'm looking at him, and Rich says... Go to Jerry. And I say, are you kidding me? <laughs> so those are the last words that Benny heard. Go to Jerry and me. Are you kidding? And that, uh, that was it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm marrying a deadhead, all right. Well, Go to Jerry. If it's any consolation, he is listening to some fine music. <laughs> will, you get, will you tell the Jerry joke? So, sure, this is a joke for deadheads. If you're listening and you love the Grateful Dead. Um, it's apropos of what we're talking about. Jimmy Buffett uh, passes away. And I don't know, maybe he did pass away today. But no, Jimmy Buffett passes away and he goes up to heaven. He's at the pearly gates and they lead him. Jimmy from, Buffett's alive, uh, Yes, way. Jimmy Buffett okay. is very much alive. And okay. they lead him from the pearly gates through this beautiful pasture, and all these gorgeous houses and streams, and its birds are singing, and God is walking him through heaven. And all of a sudden, he, God says, this is your home, Jimmy. This is where you'll spend eternity. And it's a nice, quaint little home. You can hear the sound of seagulls, and there's a parrot flag out there because of the parrot heads. And, you know, it's just a nice little home to spend your eternity in. But all of a sudden, Jimmy hears this music playing up on the hill. And there's Grateful Dead flags hanging from this big mansion with columns in the front of it and hippie girls in flowy dresses dancing and spinning on the lawn and the sound of Jerry Garcia's guitar coming out of the front door. And Jimmy says, God, thank you very, very much for this house, you know. Um, and God says, well, most people don't get their own houses here. And Jimmy says, well, I'm very touched. Thank you very much. But... How come my house is so small and Jerry Garcia's house is a massive mansion with all these dead flags flying and hippie girls dancing on the lawn? And God says, Jimmy, (laughs) that's not Jerry's house. That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) You deadheads. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great joke, though. It is a lifestyle. And, you know, once once you get hooked, it's like wine. I'm not going to kid you. It's like one of those things that once you get it, like I remember the first time I had a beautiful Bordeaux and the hair on the back of my neck stood up and I actually got it, what great wine was. It's the same thing with music, especially The Grateful Dead. And once you hear that beautiful purple sounding guitar that Jerry, that sound that Jerry makes and you get it or you go to a show and you're around these 
beautiful human beings that are carrying on the culture of the late 60s and 70s. And once you get it, it's in your blood forever. Or I think, you know, once you're moved by any art, whatever it may be, that is a gift. And you're going to have a big year, Rich Chesler. Big year coming You're going to have a big year. You're in post for your special Boy Out of New York. Yep, that's coming out soon. And as well as your album. And the album of By the Same Title Mm -hmm. will also be coming out soon. And you'll be able to hear those tracks on Sirius XM. And uh, we're hoping that you're going to be able to see the special on Amazon. Yeah. And that's all in the works right now. That's in the works. And uh, working on a big secret project with a big secret producer that I can't talk about. Yes, you are. It's exciting. Yeah. It's going to be a good year. Anything else happening for you in 2023? Uh, I'm trying to think. Anything important. Anything I'm supposed to talk about. I think I'm getting married, I think, but that's not it. Let's see. What else might it As be? As I pour myself another <laughs> glass of wine. Yes, we're getting married. And we're looking at venues tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Zoinks, <laughs> says the man. <laughs> Bring your credit card. Okay, and that's all we have time for tonight at Drinking During Business Hours. Yes. Um, we are going really? to look. We're going to look at our first uh, venue, and it's on the beach in Oxnard. Yeah, and yeah, so we'll that, see if that's, this is the one. We're not know. sure. We, we we're, got just, options. We're, we're window shopping right we, now. We, we're window shopping. You know, uh, this is her second, so it's very easy for you. It, it's not. No, okay. it's not. It okay. really. No, I. You know, I want it to be. You know, I, I want it to be very fun. I want it to be special. I want it to be memorable. Oh, it's going it to be fun, yeah, trust me. I think so. Trust me. No, I want it's to, a Rich Chastler party. No, it's going it to be, be great. good. No, we'll, we'll, we'll do it up. We're yes, going to do we it up. Yes, we will. We're going to do up this year. Yeah, it's going to be and, a great year. And uh, business is good and uh, we're going to do a little traveling and I'm hoping we'll get over to Europe and you know, yeah, got stuff there. We got stuff. We got some stuff happening. And it's, I hope and I, I hope you all got stuff. Yeah. I it's, hope you got stuff, man. I hope you're all you know, planning for um, a very healthy and happy and wealthy 2023. Tender until the 